2: We're glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today, and I just thank you for giving us an opportunity to be your sons and daughters, Lord. Sons and daughters, sorry. Lord, I honestly just thank you for giving us an opportunity to actually enjoy ourselves and that you don't have any strings attached to us. In the name of Jesus,
1: amen. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: And amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. We're excited that you're with us as we continue our study on the Lord's house. And uh, I'd just like to ask you know the listeners, if you are blessed by this or any of the other previous messages, that you like them, subscribe to this channel, or this platform, and any of the other platforms that this ministry is found on, and then share it with someone else so they too can be blessed, but most importantly, that they can grow in their engagement in relationship with their Lord and Savior all right mm-hmm. so we are continuing our study on the Lord's house and we're going to reread um, Exodus 26 verses 31 through 37 so can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture please I will all right Layla
3: You shall make a veil woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen. It shall be woven with an artistic design of cherubim. You shall hang it upon the four pillars of acacia wood, overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be gold, upon four sockets of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the clasps. Then you shall bring the ark of the testimony in there, behind the veil. The veil shall be a divider for you between the holy place and the most holy. You shall put the mercy seat upon the Ark of the Testimony in the Most Holy. You shall set the table outside the veil, and the lampstand across from the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And you shall put the table on the north side. You shall make a screen for the door of the tabernacle, woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen made by a weaver. And you shall make for the screen five pillars of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be gold, and you shall cast five sockets of bronze for them.
0: Amen. So we're going to stick with our normal custom and open the floor up for each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you. And if you have any questions, go ahead and ask them. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, promise.
2: Okay, first the Lord <coughs> Excuse me. hmm First the Lord's talking to me about what the occasion would and how they they're overlay overlaying it with gold and so the Lord was talking to me about he wasn't trying to pillage the people and take their money. He was trying to see how far they would go in honoring the Lord. And the Lord reminded me of Esau with his birthright. He did not honor it, and he gave it away to Jacob, who valued it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so the Lord's talking to me about how we we have to be wary that we're holding the Lord and not high standard, but proper place. Yes, proper place. Thank you, Bobby. Mm-hmm. It it then with the. Okay. (laughs) Alright, take your time, honey. Then the Lord's talking to me about again with the Acacia wood. What do you. He. So yesterday I was talking to the Lord, and the Lord reminded me of. That whenever you do something for the Lord, it's not wasted effort. Mm-hmm. So if the Lord caused you to do an occupa- occupation or do something, it's not wasteful. Like,
0: Explain. Uh, what do you mean by occupation, sir?
2: Like to do a job.
0: Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Not a job, not in the form of a career.
1: Uh, or, or both, all included. All included. Okay. Whatever he asks us to do, there's a purpose and a point to it. Hmm. And something that's important for us to understand as humans, when God asks us to do something, um, moment to moment, life calling, familially all of those things, there there is a point and a purpose to it, and the point and the purpose is His, not our own. Oftentimes when God speaks, we're we're thinking he's talking about what we want, but he's talking about what he wants. He's on his vein of doing and being and working his plan. Mm -hmm. So then when he speaks to us, he's speaking in line with the conversation that he's having, what he wants to accomplish. And we misunderstand and misinterpret what he's doing because we're going, but my will. So then when we look at the plans and the purposes God has, we don't understand them because we're thinking, about our own will. Mm-hmm. The Lord's prayer is not our will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My will be done. No, it's his will be done. Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's exactly how our Messiah lived in his natural earthly ministry.
0: Amen. That's also an example of how we're to live, right? I promised you yes. were talking. and uh, in, in your first point, I was reminded of uh, Matthew 6, it's really 19 through 21. 21 is the main verse, but uh, I'll read that. It says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, mm-hmm. where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth, moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So as you were speaking, I was reminded of this, but you, you brought up this, well, the Holy Spirit through you brought up this great point about how you wanted to see how far they would go, right? Yes. And when we determine that we love something, right? Or someone. Yes. There is no hill too great that we won't climb, no mountain too high, right? No <laughs> distance too far that we won't travel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, At the loss of life limb and everything else right Yes. yes and that's how we should be approaching the lord right also in the tabernacle this was a copy of what already exists in the heavenlies remember yes okay the lord is the one that's supposed to be our heart our desire our great treasure the pearl of great price, right? Yeah. Yes. That's that's supposed to be yes. the Lord. Our desire then is to be pleasing; should be to be pleasing to Him. All right, to move forward in that relationship mm-hmm. at the cost of any and everything, and isn't that what He asked His disciples? Yes, you must be willing to give up homes and farms and even husbands and wives and parents and children for His name's sake. Right? It's not about what's here on earth. Although he will absolutely bless you with those things as well. When we seek him first, seek first the kingdom, and then all these things are added to you. Yes. Right? Not, here's a bunch of things, so you'll seek me. It's, our heart should be to seek the Lord. Isn't that the first thing he To go out with all your heart. Right? Yes. Mind, body, soul, strength right yes okay so this is just how we should be is again a type and a shadow of what's already in the heavenlies so will we do it here will we exalt him above everything else in our lives and seek him even at the cost of everything else right are yes. we willing then to adhere to the standard to I'll say so he can see our heart and where he is in our heart. Will we be shown show ourselves to be trustworthy and faithful to him the same way he has already demonstrated it to us.
2: Hmm. Amen. It then the Lord's talking to you about um, oh yeah, what when there's when mr dean is talking about um a couple days ago setting up the we know it's little setting up the tabernacle and how it was heavy both Larry and mr dean and how it was heavy <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, Lord, that's why the lord's talking to me about it because their effort wasn't wasted doing senseless things it was something that the lord asked them to do
0: it mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. then the lord reminded me inside of. I believe it was revel wait i'm back up there's one book i'm not sh- one verse i'm not sure where it is from but i've heard it before where i was talking about he he has taken and given it back and he has taken something and given it back to the person he borrowed it from mm. i think it was in the old testament but i'm not okay. sure Did
1: it talk about lending to the lord knows kind of proverby. Oh, when he talks about who, t- um, how you treat the poor is lending to God, lends to the Lord, and the Lord repays. That yes. What? Okay. Okay,
0: that is proverb. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that Jesus said about the cup of water. Yes. He said if if you give even one of these little ones a cup of water, you've given it to me, right? And and they all said, well, when do we see you hungry or thirsty or? And he said, no when you gave it to these little ones, All right? And yes. in the same way, this is the the other side of that, when we treat people in a manner that the Lord directed us not to treat people, or I'll say out in opposition or out of alignment with how the Lord has purpose that we treat people. It's also being done to the Lord. Mm. All right, isn't that what happened with Numbers, in Numbers 16? The people rebelled and wanted to, uh, well, kill stone Moses and Aaron.
1: Hmm.
0: All right, and the Lord said, "No, no, they're not doing it to you. They're doing this against me."
1: That reminds me of what you said in the uh, yesterday's podcast. About the priest, when um, the high priest, when they were able to go into the holies of holies, and Mm -hmm. when they went in, they had the rope and the bells and things. And if they went in and they had sin, Mm -hmm. that they would die um, in the presence of the Lord. And what scripture came to mind was be sure your sin will find you out. Right. You might look on the surface like everything. I mean, he looked, he was dressed properly. He looked holy, you know, to the human eye. Mm -hmm. He looked like everything was all right. Because had he looked unseemingly outside, they would have said, hey, man, don't go in. But that person, if they experienced that where they died as a result of their sin, it was because the sin was hidden. And they thought no one would see that, but God sees everything.
0: We are naked before him, open (laughs) or bare, right? Laid bare before him. He sees everything. There's nothing that he doesn't see or doesn't know,
1: if you will. And it also speaks to he knows the motives of everything. So when the people were complaining against Moses, yeah, they said Moses with their mouth, but God is a a judge of the heart. Right, The Holy Spirit discerns, the Word of God discerns Mm -hmm. the the subtleties between bone and marrow
0: Mm -hmm. or joint and marrow. The thoughts and intentions of the heart.
1: He discerns those things. So there's no tricking God. And yes, their mouth said Moses all day long, but God looked at them and said, no, no, no. I see what's in your heart. You're really complaining against me. So it wasn't even that it was mispurposed. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. It wasn't. Mispurpose. They just said, "I'm going to put these words on it. I'll blame you, but I'm really talking to God, right?"
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh Proverbs nineteen verse seventeen is the verse you were referring to. Promise: He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Thank you, mommy. You're welcome, my love.
2: Mm-hmm. It then the Lord's talking to me about with some people how they think that the more works you do, then the more the Lord will honor you. And the Mm. Lord said, it's not that case. It's how much you love him, which means how far you're willing to go because you love him. Mm. That he'll reward you openly. Mm. Amen. Amen. That was it.
0: But that's also the difference between faith and works, right? Yes. By works, especially from a natural perspective, seeks to earn right yes. yes but you can't earn your salvation it's all through faith right yes. but the faith yes. is not just saying i have faith because there are there should be corresponding action in your life because just like a parent to a child the lord asks us to do things for him right ecclesiastes talks about that as well how there are before the foundation of the earth, he had already predestined or predetermined works for us to do. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that on your own or out of the flesh or in the natural. They can only be done because they have to be first revealed by him through, the, through his Holy Spirit to us so we can then go do them. He's also empowered us and equipped us mm-hmm. to do them mm-hmm. and provided everything needed. But they first have to be revealed to us so mm-hmm. we can go do them. It matters. So it's nothing that we can do out of the flesh. That's why Paul says, I'll show you my faith by my
1: works. Is that James?
0: Uh, James, excuse Mm -hmm. me. Thank you. Thank you, honey. I'll show you my faith by my works. Isn't that exactly how Christ lived out his life here on earth? Yes. Yes. We saw his faith in the Father by his works, by him doing everything the Father had called him to do. Saying everything the Father said to say. And doing everything the father did.
1: Amen. Do you have anything else, to promise? Oh, that was it. Okay. Um. Let's hear, it, honey. I know I have. I, have uh, a couple I hear of the the engine
0: roaring over there.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, let's see. I was. I was looking at. <laughs> I love you. John's over here flashing his fingers at me to tell me how much time. Yeah. But, um, Try to
0: be mindful of the listener's time.
1: <laughs> you are, my love. But I'm like, I can't count that many. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have faith. Glory to God. The Lord
0: will give you the, he will reveal it to you.
1: Glory to God. I, I wanted to look at Hebrews 6, verse 19 for just a second. I'm going to look at a, a couple things. Um. We were talking about um, the Lord when he was on the cross and he finished the work, how the veil was torn in two. And um, let's see, verse 19, it says, This hope we have as an anchor of our soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. So... The Lord was ministering to me about, and just reminding me how he said he was, um, when we looked at the choosing ground and what God is doing, we know that Jesus mm-hmm. is restoring the purified heavenly community to the Father. And um, when we were looking and comparing at the, the tabernacle or the tent of meeting here with, um, and the veils, with what Christ did, it was him bringing us back to our rightful place which meant he, we were always designed to be in the holies of holies. That's where we started out. That's where we're going mm-hmm. back to. That's how God wants us now to be no separation between us. And the fact, uh, if you look back at verse 18, it says that by, that by two immutable things in which is impossible for God to lie,
3: mm-hmm. we
1: might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. That's our life in Jesus, that we will progress. We will be changed and transformed by the from the earthly person we see today to the one God designs us to be, and by earthly I mean carnal. But even in that, there's two layers to it. There's moving from living for the flesh today to living a holy and pure life before God and having full recognition and response to who we are in Christ Jesus and the mm-hmm. the ability that we have to come boldly before the throne of grace without hesitation or fear of rebuke or being turned away from God. We can do that spiritually coming before the Lord. But then also we will know that face to face, if you will, uh, as the Apostle Paul references in First Corinthians: First, you know, we're known as we are known, but then we mm-hmm. will be known as we are face to face. Amen. Um, so when we are glorified, when Jesus comes back and the trumpets sound, and we meet Him in the air, and we're transformed in the twinkling of an eye, and we take on our glorified um, appearance and new state of being and existing, the same one that Jesus has now, and we re-enter the heavenly community. There's no longer going to be any separation between us but jesus is that door uh, let's turn over to hebrews chapter 10 verses 18 through um, 23 mm-hmm. it says now where there is remission of these there is no longer an offering for sin therefore brother having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of jesus by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh and having a high priest over the house of god let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an even evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful amen you were saying promise there's a point there's a reason to all that god has asked us to do And all of these things work together Jesus is our our entry he is our the veil that was torn as his flesh and that reminds me of communion how we remember what he's done so that way no hindrances or blockades are put up in our mind that would make us draw back from him and say oh I can't talk to you about this God I can't go to you about this because I feel so guilty the enemy is condemning you or anything of that nature but coming through the flesh the blood and the body of Jesus Christ allows us to proceed past those limitations to come boldly before our father and his throne to go, here I am, Lord. Look, this is what's going on. Examine me, God. Talk with me. Speak with me. Um, Dwell with me. Fix me. And God is going, yes, my love. Here I am to assist you.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: Darling, we were talking about... um. Uh, like over this weekend talking about how in Mark the the, James and John came to Jesus and asked him Lord we're going to ask you for something and we don't (laughs) want you to deny us this is I'm paraphrasing we're going to ask you something and we don't want you to deny us give us what we're asking you for and Jesus said what do you want me to do for you
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that was his response he didn't go well wait a second I know what you're about to say he didn't, he didn't treat them with any um, recoil. He didn't draw back from them. But he pressed in and said, what do you want me to do for you? Then they said, well, we want to sit on your left. granted to us in the well, kingdom to sit on the, your their left and your right hand. For yeah, but <laughs> they still came and approached God. They did? And Jesus corrected them. He said, that's not my place to give you. That's already been set aside mm-hmm. for people who the Father has selected and chosen to be there. So I cannot give you that what belongs to someone else but here's what i can do i can put you in your destiny i can speak to you about your place in me and assure you of that and he spoke to them about drinking the cup that he would drink and they said we can do it lord he said and you will that put them in their destiny track and their purpose of god for them in their life and so he renewed them and he still welcomed them in even though he knew they were going to ask something out of the way
0: a little outrageous (laughs) right
1: and it's not that it was too big for god it was just contrary it was inappropriate in that regard but he still didn't like stiff arm them away he still welcomed them and loved on them and corrected their vision and their mindset so they could hear and receive what is Mm -hmm. their portion what god had for them then you see um just a little bit i think it's maybe in the same chapter bartimaeus Mm -hmm. on the road going son of david have mercy on me son of david and everybody's like oh shut up you stupid man and you know they're they're that's that's Kamisha's version that i'm paraphrasing <laughs> you know telling him to be quiet and you know and i'm sure they weren't saying it in a friendly way thinking they're doing god a favor and that right. jesus doesn't want to be bothered with someone who's dirty and blind and a beggar but he called on the love of god the covenant and the his faith and confidence that god jesus would hear him made him cry out more even though there was pressure for him to stop. And through that, Jesus said, bring him here. Stopped in his tracks mm-hmm. and said, bring him to me. And then when he got there, he said, what do you want me to do for you? He gave him the same response. What do you want me to do for you? And then he said that I may receive my sight. And Jesus was like, amen to that. And that was can so, version. So you see the no respecter
0: but, of persons.
1: Right. Come
0: but, openly, come willing. To come hear boldly, from him boldly. Yes. Come thank you.
1: boldly to someone who wants to hear you, to someone who wants to answer you, to someone who wants to provide for you and supply your request and grant your needs. He wants to do that. And, and, and is the
0: only one that can.
1: He's the only one who can answer everything that you can ever face, ever need, ever want, ever think, ever, you know, and repair what's been suffered or lost. Mm-hmm. He's got it. And the entry point is his flesh and blood. The entry point is your faith and trust in his name and that he is capable. The immutableness of his promise and his word, because it's impossible for him to lie. Have confidence in him. The veil, there's no need of it now because we come in through the, through the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ, but God always determined and purposed and pointed for you to be next to him you to be in his arms and his, i say his warm embrace, his God and loving rebra- embrace. He always purposed us to be there with him. So let's walk with him. Amen. There's no reason to stand outside when we've been, the red carpet has been rolled out of the blood for, of Jesus for us you. to come in. For you. It's got your name on it.
0: You just have to walk it.
1: Amen. The purpose of wanting and choosing that we keep talking about is that God won't force it upon you without your permission. Mm-hmm. If you say, no, no, yes. Lord Jesus, I don't want you, I don't need you, and that's what's in your heart, he will respect your decision.
0: Oh, he, yes. Uh, he, it's not even he won't force it without your permission. He won't force it, period.
1: Right, no, he doesn't force, but I'm yes. just saying he won't if force you, it on you and he won't do things to you without your permission.
0: Exactly. He, he won't allow things you. to happen. Right, in that sense. Mm. If you choose, say, yes, but then change your mind. He'll accept that. It's not what he wants.
1: He will speak. He'll try to speak wisdom. He'll knock on yep, the door of your absolutely. heart. Absolutely. He will not make you accept him because he's decided to respect your free will and your choice. Amen.
0: Amen. But I still want to encourage you and admonish you and exhort you to choose him, to choose life.
1: Choose life. You know, people go to hell every day sadly when there's no reason to because that was your choice and if Christ doesn't force salvation which is the most important pivotal yeah. decision ever to be made in the life of a human ever that has ever existed at any point in time or ever will if he doesn't force that on you he won't enforce anything uh, or force it on you if he doesn't force it on you he won't force anything else mm-hmm. he won't make you accept his good he's good to all open the door and say yes Lord and even if it doesn't feel like, even if it doesn't seem like, even if it doesn't look like, extend your hand and your heart to him and say, yes, God, I'll trust you and I'll take this step with you. I, I choose to go with you. I choose to walk with you. I choose to live with you and I want you to do your will in my life. Amen. God will honor that every day and respect it.
0: Absolutely. Let's pause there for today. There's a lot for people to I'll say mull over and by that I mean allow the Holy Spirit to minister to them and you know even to seek out in the scriptures and if you have questions please don't hesitate to reach out. We'd love to hear from you' love to connect with you and you know I'll say connect with you on a as a relationship not just through the podcast but as a result of the podcast. Right, and let's discuss Scripture together. Amen. And you know, that earlier episode, Dean invited everybody here, and that—that's true for whoever's in Hampton Roads and wants to be a part of this. You're you're welcome to join us. We encourage you to join us. If and if you're not or unable to, it's okay. Still, reach out, contact us mm-hmm. either through our website, a day of or if you have a question or something directly through our email. Mm. at ministry at a org.
1: Amen. I just want to encourage you. Your heart may be going, yes, I will, and I want to do that, but then immediately it's like you run into resistance. Something saying, you don't need to do that. Why do you, they don't even care. Why do you even care? That's stupid. That's not important. Don't do that. I'll tell you that it won't surprise me that you're facing resistance from the <laughs> adversary, from reaching out, because he wants you to stay disconnected and isolated. And the, more he can delay you from entering into God's goodness and his promise for you, the more he can keep you out of God's divine plan and will for your life. But I'll tell you, push past it. Don't let him. Don't listen to that. Mm -hmm. If God is speaking to your heart and drawing you, say, yes, God, I will. And make the effort make the effort to click, make the effort to go to the website and submit the email because we want to hear from you. We're listening to God and we're looking for you. We're, we're looking and expecting your email and your contact. And we'd love to partner in fellowship with you.
0: Because we love you and the Lord's also yeah. put in our heart to pray for you even though we have never met mm-hmm. or may have never met at, yet up to this mm-hmm. point. The Lord puts people in our heart all the time. And Amen. at all hours of the day, night, everything. Mm-hmm. And we pray for you. Amen. And we'll continue to do so. Amen to so, that. Um, With that, let's pause there. And Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles.
2: Lord, we just thank you, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you've given us all the tools that we need to be able to overcome, Lord. And Lord, mm-hmm. we just thank you that you have already won the victory, Lord. And it's just up to us to enforce it, Lord. Amen. That there's no real struggle that's going on between us. It's just using your word as you've told us to use it, Lord. Amen. And, Lord, we also just thank you for those in our lives, Lord, and we just thank you for those whom we see daily, Lord, and we just thank you that we get to be a light to them. And, Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit and everything that you're doing in our lives. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And
0: amen. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at a dayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store.
0: Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.